Hello, welcome to the Viewmasters, Batman: Brave and the Bold, Episode Eight: Fall of the Blue Beetle. No. My name is Joe. Hello. No. It's okay, Chewy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't care what you smell. Uh, so this is your favorite episode, right? Sort of? Kinda? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. At least it has the makings of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Blue Beetle's in this one. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. Just the one? Just the, the one. Yeah, you're right. Jaime Reyes is in this episode. No. No? It's not the Blue Beetle. Yeah. It's not the Blue Beetle. <laughs> No, your favorite Blue Beetle is in this episode. The best Blue Beetle. Dan Garrett. He is also in this episode. <laughs> it's not who we're talking about. No. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Ted Korn. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> Ted Korn is in this episode. Uh, Ted Korn heavy episode, you could say. Because it, it's, it's mostly about Ted Quartz. Yeah. Yeah. It would be true if you said that. Yeah. I, I will say that. This is a Ted Quartz heavy episode. Yes, it is. True statement. <laughs> uh, so what do you, what do you like? What I'm do you want so to talk happy. about? Yeah. 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 Momentarily. Yeah. Yeah. Until oh. this podcast is over and I realize that life is just crushing me slowly. <laughs> you can watch the episode again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you were asking me a question. I was uh, asking you where you wanted to start. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What do you like? A, this is all. This is your show. <laughs> this is your flash and substance. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um. Man. So well, I mean, we gotta we gotta go formulaic. Yes. Cold that's right. open. That's right. Cold open. With uh, Batman teaming up with uh, with a hero, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah, actually. two years ago. Yes, according to the uh, the screen, and, uh, the hero he is teaming up with is the Blue Beetle. Yes, the real one is the Blue Beetle. Ted Cord, Silver Age inspiration for the Night Owl. That's right. That's what he's best known for. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, he is. <laughs> That or dying a chump shitty death. That's right. In this episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I zoned out towards the middle. He did uh he did go to Checkmate Island and get, get shot in the head by his former friend, right? Uh, in this episode? No. No. That, no. That's not what happened. Okay. He did not get uh, shot in the face. Okay. Uh, for, uh, uncovering a stupid conspiracy. <laughs> and his death was also not subsequently ignored by everyone. Aw, wasn't ignored by everyone. No. They, t- they talked about it a little bit in the OMAC Project miniseries. Oh, yeah. Booster uh, Gold knew it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Batman knew it. Yeah. Didn't take any accountability felt, for his he, responsibility in the death of Ted Court. He felt bad for, like, a panel. 
he still feels bad about the death of his parents. He's got a lot going on in inside. Well, I mean, he is responsible for both of their deaths. That's true. His parents and Ted Cords. Yeah. In the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Ted Cords. Ted Cord. So happy. Yeah. What do you like about Ted Cord? What do I like about Ted Cord? Ted Cord is the Blue Beetle. Yeah. I, and uh, the Blue <laughs> I've Beetle. I've heard that before. Okay. <laughs> so, I think it is pretty clear that I have a love for Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason that I love Ted Cord even more is because he is Batman, but he is happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets by on less gadgets. Uh, he is uh, pretty much just as good as Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he's got some humor. Yeah, and he's just awesome. I feel like uh, I feel like this episode would have one believe that uh, he's basically just a Batman uh, ripoff. Because uh, he's, he's got pretty much exactly the same gadgets as Batman. Uh, he's got less gadgets. He's got less? Yeah. But he uses them just as much in this one as... He, uh, he has a couple of gadgets that yeah. he uses. He's got his BB gun. Because he, uh, he is just a normal dude. Yeah. Uh, he's but, got his uh, beetle mirror. He's, he's got his little beetle mirror, which... He's got uh, a nice little compact. Which, which an uh, interesting choice. I don't, uh, I don't think is a thing from the actual comic. I'm sure that's canon. Uh, uh, pretty much in the comics, he just relies on the BB gun and uh, his bug. Yeah, which is his uh, giant flying ship. The bug ship is pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got like little hidden uh, nano gadgets in his in his suit, mm-hmm. uh, which which are also awesome. Yeah, and, and his uh, his suit. It's weird. It is very weird. Because I honestly did not know that we were going to be watching this episode today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last night, I actually read uh, the first couple of uh, Blue Beetle appearances uh, created by uh, Steve Ditko. Yeah. Yeah. So what, Captain Adam? Captain Adam. Yep. yep. Backups and Captain Adam. Nice. Because I have the uh, Action Heroes Archives Volume ah, 2. Cool. Which features all the uh, Charlton uh, Blue Beetle stories. And, uh, and uh, the question as well. Nice. And a couple of Captain Adam stories. Volume 1, I think, is mostly Captain Adam. Yeah. yeah. I never cared for Captain Adam. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, even uh, reading uh, the, the issues in that, the Captain Adam stories, there was not much for me to latch on to. Yeah. Other than uh, just excessively whiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the only thing I took away from this. <laughs> but it also did make me realize that I do like an awful lot of uh, Steve Ditko characters. Yeah. Without actually really liking Steve Ditko. <laughs> Interesting. So, you know, he's uh, the co-creator of Spider-Man. Right. Or at least he, he is the guy who, who breathed life into Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know... Carved out a, a uh, direction for the character to to take, uh, and not that other guy who gets the credit. Right, um, Bob Kane. Yes, Bob Kane, uh, uh, creator of all things in the world. Yes, uh, but yeah, I, uh, you know, he created Spider Man, the Creeper, the Question, Blue Beetle, all characters that I just kind of love, mm-hmm. and uh, Doctor Strange even. Uh, Shade the Changing Man. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, and, uh, yet I kind of like all of those characters done by other people. And I don't really enjoy Steve Ditko's art <laughs> a bit. Interesting. Yeah. 
All right. But yeah, there we go. That works. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I and uh, it, I do sort of think that this episode sort of plays him just as you know, like oh, he's just the same as Batman, basically. Like they're best friends because they're just the same guy. They're the same guy, but again, Blue Beetle is is, uh, is a much lighter mm-hmm. and well balanced persona than yeah. Batman, and I think that's what I gravitate towards. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean. There are definitely similarities. I yeah. can't deny that. I mean, he's got a beetle cave, basically. <clears throat> he, is. he is a beetle cave. He is a millionaire scientist inventor who is also, uh, you know, very good at uh, martial arts and all sorts of fighting skills. Yeah. Uh, and he does have gadgets. Uh, and, and is super intelligent. Uh, and possibly a good detective as well. Yeah. He's a good. He's a good detective in that one comic, the one where he gets shot in the face. The one where he gets shot in the face. Yeah. he's a very good detective in yep. that one. Uh, he's a better detective than Batman in that one. Uh-huh. Uh And then Batman lets him get shot in the face because he refuses <laughs> to uh, take Blue Beetle seriously. It's not like Batman stood there and watched. He didn't know, but he, like, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> There's not someone holding a gun to your head for real. No. <laughs> But he also may have just as well had his finger on the trigger. That's true. Yeah. Comics. It's a dumb comic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's Ed Cord's in this one. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's sort of about his last uh, last hurrah as Blue Beetle. Yep. Because uh, uh, unfortunately, the other Blue Beetle is in this one. Yeah, the real Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes. <laughs> Why do you like Jaime Reyes so much? I don't. Why care. is he your favorite character? I'm just, I'm just giving you shit. I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he is. Uh, uh, as you know, the main Blue Beetle on this show. Yeah, and so he is in this episode. Yeah. Uh, begins with a discussion between he and his friend Paco. Yep. Right? Paco yep. Ramon vibe? Uh, uh, no. No. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> and, uh, uh, isn't his name Cisco? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, a discussion between the two of them about what makes a hero. Is, right. it, is a hero chosen or is it all just random gadgetry and sorcery it's random uh, yeah 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 pretty much for for the example that they're using uh-huh i agree uh-huh <laughs> uh yeah uh jaime reyes uh, stumbled upon the the blue beetle scarab mm-hmm. and accidentally became the blue beetle yeah random yeah totally <laughs> random he was handed out superpowers well ha- jaime wants to believe that he was chosen right uh, Hal Jordan style. Right. Nope. Not no, possible. Yeah, it's more of a Zikar Rainer style. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, listen. Not to say that there's anything wrong with a superhero that gets randomly chosen. Yeah. It makes for some interesting stories. Yeah. Spider-Man, Kyle Rainer, Speedball. Uh, also another... Speedball? Yeah, Speedball. <laughs> okay. Also another uh, Steve Ditko creation. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else is a random teenager that got powers? Kid Flash. Kid Flash. And no, he was chosen by the Speed Force. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. 
let's see. Billy uh, Batson, though he was chosen by the Wizard Shazam. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Dick Grayson. Mm, randomly, uh, no, he was chosen he by was chosen uh, by Batman. By right. by by. Uh, I was going to say Tony Zuko. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he was chosen by a fourth grader than himself. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> Uh, Gar Logan. Uh, Changeling? Yeah. Yeah? Ran- again, randomly gets his powers. Yeah. That's a random one. Yeah. yeah. Cyborg? Cyborg, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see, who else in the team? Uh, is a Raven, Starfire, <laughs> Jericho, uh, Terra. No. Yeah. Uh, Hawk and Dove? Hawk and Dove, yeah. yeah. Also did More co-creations. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, there are, there are pluses and minuses. Sure. Uh, you know, with, with the characters that are randomly chosen, they can, uh, grow into the role. Yeah. Uh, whereas, uh, if they are chosen Hal Jordan style, they have, uh, serious mental disorders. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's interesting, too, I guess. That's, yeah. If you choose to acknowledge the serious mental disorder of being a man with no fear, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm always happy to hear anyone slag on Hal Jordan in any way possible. Yeah. Because this is the shittiest Green Lantern. And also, all I could think of during that time was, uh, it would be a cool little, like, one-page comic to do if uh, uh, the ring, uh, you know, uh, when Abinsur crashes to Earth. And uh, the ring goes searching for a man with no fear and winds up in the Hell's Kitchen, New York. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to find a young, blind Matt Murdock. That would be awesome. And bestows upon him the power of the Green Lantern. Yeah. He'd be a blind Green Lantern. That'd be really cool. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, imagine, like, I know he had sight for a while. Right. But still, like, his uh, his imagination of what things look like, even with the radar sense... Has got to be fucked up, right? So imagine what his ring constructs would look like. It would be amazing. It would be terrifying. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I do too. <laughs> Get on that, you. I will maybe not. You should do that. It would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Jaime. Uh, uh, and his friend disagree. He decides to track down Batman to ask what he thinks. Yep. In um, the middle of a battle. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, that's what you do. Gonna go talk to him. Yeah. It's yeah. like uh, it's like when I go down to your job and just ask you questions, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I'm working. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Pretty and much. Just keep bugging you. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got this. This is easy. I've asked nine questions to ask you. <laughs> In the meantime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fighting the villain, Dr. Polaris. Yes. yes. Master of magnetism. Nope. That's another guy. Really good at magnetism. Okay. <laughs> so good, apparently, though. Yes. He can make an unmagnetic metal magnetic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. At least you and I are under the maybe false understanding it's, that gold is not magnetic. That's true. I, I, uh, I don't think that gold is magnetic. I'm with you on that. Yeah. But, again, we could be wrong. Maybe it wasn't pure gold. We're maybe, not scientists. Maybe it... What? Just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't pure gold. Maybe it had, like, some lead or something in it. Right. Or some iron. Could be. Um, but, yeah. 
Otherwise, I don't think gold is magnetic. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, if there are any uh, science-y listeners out there, uh, let us know. Sure. If, if gold is magnetic. Right. We kind of want to know. Uh, I mean, we could easily just look it up on the internet afterwards. I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. We're relying on you. Yeah. So come at us, bro. Just educate us. Uh, otherwise, uh, we're going to go through life believing that gold is not magnetic. Yep. <laughs> come at us, bro. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> oh, come at him. Just let me know. I don't feel the need to be uh, to be come at. You come at me with your science knowledge. Okay, is what I'm saying. Okay, not with uh, you it know. Just sounds violent. Aggression or anything else. It sounds aggressive though. You yeah, know, come at me sounds. Uh huh. Like just you know. Yeah, I don't try, mean it. Try and beat me up. I, I don't mean it in that way. What's <laughs> okay? I. I do not want to be beat up. Yeah. Or, or even, uh, in any conversation. <laughs> so, a one sentence answer, uh-huh. with as few words as possible. Yep. Regarding the mag- magnetism of, of gold. gold. Yep. Yeah. Alright. I can get behind that. Alright. Come at me, science bros. <laughs> Bring it, Fitz and or Simmons. Yes. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, Batman, uh, Batman talks to the Blue Beetle. Yep. Uh, Jaime. Uh, I'm gonna need to clarify throughout the episode. Uh, and, uh, and basically tells him, you know, you're nothing like the Blue Beetle that I knew, blah, blah, blah. And it is a big revelation to him, to Jaime, that there was a previous Blue Beetle. Right. Even though, in Jaime's previous appearance, he mm-hmm. was made aware of a previous blue beetle. Or no, I guess it's not a it's not a big big revelation that there was a previous blue beetle because you're right there was. Hey. Uh, but he is it's a big revelation to him that Batman knew a previous blue beetle. Okay, so yeah, that's a, a little different, yeah. I guess. All right, I yeah. buy that. Uh, so Jaime does some digging. Yep. Because uh, there are websites. Yeah, uh, in the armor, he actually doesn't do any work. The armor does it all for him. That's true. It's got Wi-Fi. It does. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and uh, it finds information on Ted Cord. Yeah. So uh, he travels to Hub City, Ted Cord's hometown. Yeah, the yeah. hub of his activity. Yes. He goes to Hub City and uh, <laughs> uh, finds the Cord Industries building. Yep. Which uh, looks like a crazy Kirby building mm-hmm. for just being a uh, a business, a place of business. Yeah, yeah, a science building. Yes, that I assume is now completely empty because its uh, president is dead. Spoiler. I don't know. It could have gone on. Uh, I mean, he probably had a will. Right. Probably. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you were a superhero, you should probably at least have your affairs in order. Yeah. It regularly changed, you know, just in case you find out uh, your closest relative is also your biggest enemy or yeah. something like that. Something like that. Yeah, just so you don't leave your evil relative, you know, your business. Exactly. Or your fortune. You, know, you, you want to pass that down to, to, you know, someone trustworthy. Yeah. Which I hope he did. I do too. Before he died. Yeah. Spoiler. I'm sure he did. Yes. I'm sure he took took care of all that. I hope so. He's yeah. a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if he's so smart, why is he dead? Um, riddle me this. <laughs> Riddler. 
two straight episodes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so he, uh, uh, Jaime finds the Blue Beetle Cave underneath the Cord Industries building. Yep. And he finds all of the Blue Beetles' gadgetry and trophies and whatnot. And then he finds the bug ship. The bug. Which is probably the coolest thing. It really is. Yeah. It, you know what? I like it better than any of the bat vehicles. Whoa. Okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not better than the Batmobile. Come on. Batmobile's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. It goes, uh, it goes 66 Batmobile. Uh huh. Uh, bug ship. Yep. Everything else. Agreed. Yeah. Spider buggy. <laughs> dead last. Oh, I thought it was top three. No. Spider buggy. Spider buggy dead last. <laughs> Though it does drive on walls. Yeah. 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 All right, not dead last. All right, all right. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Flash's motorcycle that I often see him on in action figures. <laughs> that's got to be dead last. It's speed force powered, I'm assuming, so that's pretty cool. I don't know. I would assume that it's just a regular motorcycle, and it is just really slowing him down. Uh, uh, disagree. <laughs> the Justice Jogger. Where does uh, Shazam's Winnebago fall into? <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's top fifty for sure. <laughs> it's got the logo on the front, <laughs> and he rides around with his mentor named Mentor, <laughs> the old creepy gay man. And that's right. Yeah. Yep. Shazam. <laughs> uh. <sighs> so uh, uh, yeah, so uh, Jaime takes the bug ship out. And uh, discovers that it has coordinates for the, the last place that... Uh, coordinates? Coordinates, huh? Huh? Coordinates. Oh, okay. It's not the same thing. Like yeah. But that's good. Ted coordinates. Sure, okay. Ted coordinates for where the Blue Beetle's last... Uh, or where Ted Cord's uh, last activity was. Right. So he goes there. Yeah. Science Island. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Which is just a rocky volcanic... A death trap. Yeah, pretty much. It's just an island. Yep. Uh, filled with, uh, robotic evil beetles. Mm hmm. And, uh, and he meets, uh, he meets his predecessor, Ted Cord. Yay, Ted Cord! Uh, older, bearded, and, uh, obsessed with beetles. Yes. And, uh, he's just trying to make the world a better place. He's a bug collector. Yeah. Uh, he just, uh, he's, he's using all his, uh, Scientific knowledge to, to to better the world more than he could as just uh, 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 a a prancing, pouncing, spandex-clad superhero. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's been stuck on that island. Yeah, because <laughs> he can't do any of that stuff without uh, the power of the scarab. Yep. Uh, and so uh, so uh, Jaime. Willingly volunteers to help him uh, use the scarab to to help uh, put his plans into motion. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Batman is uh, is uh, has found out about this and is a little upset. He's pissed because uh, Jaime doesn't know the whole truth. Nope. Uh, we also get a uh, an extra Steve Ditko homage uh, where uh, the uh, the the villains that uh, Batman has been fighting when uh, he gets the call from. From Jaime, or he calls Jaime, or whatever. Yeah, uh, are, are old Blue Beetle villains? Are they? The, is it the hyena men? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought at first that it was Cobra, right? Because they're all yellow. But right. yeah, I think you're right. It was the hyena men. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah, so Batman flies out to, to Science Island to, to stop Jaime from making a mistake. Right. Because uh, that's what he does, because he's just a dumb fucking kid. He is, he is a kid uh, who... who uh, uh, his uh, his hormones grasp, are out of control. His grasp uh, uh, far exceeds his reach. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That makes sense. Sure. Uh, he uh, he is is uh, uh, just too too petulant he's, for his own good. He's hopped up on the goofballs. He is youths. Youths. Uh, but yeah, so Batman gets there, uh, and is attacked by the, uh, the beetle robots. Yes. And Jaime, uh, uh, meanwhile discovers that the, the beetle robots are, are packing heat. They are. Yes. Adorably so. They're cute little death machines. They are. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, he discovers that, uh, they're all, uh, Carrying uh, guns and bullets and missiles, and they're all full of missiles and being loaded into other missiles. Mm-hmm. It is just a missile-tacular event that is happening. <laughs> uh, Projectile-tastic. Yes. <laughs> Shooting. Yes. So, uh, so they're both captured, uh, and then uh, as the, I think, am I remembering that correctly? They're both captured, uh-huh. uh, and then uh, as they are uh, bound and and just sitting there. Uh, Batman explains what's really going on. Yep. Uh, spoiler alert, that's not Blue Beetle. Nope. That's not Ted Court. It is his creepy Uncle Jarvis. That's right. Or is that was Jarvis? It was Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis Cord. Jarvis Cord. Yeah. It's not a name that you name a child and no. expect him to turn out all right. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Ted's uncle is kind of a dick. He is kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah. He, uh... Uh, is mad with power. He is. Uh, apparently, sometime in the past, uh, Ted had uh, let him borrow the scarab to uh, see if he could figure out if uh, you know he could f- make it work. Yeah, because Ted was never able to get the scarab to work for him. Right. Uh, it's a finicky scarab. It is. As, you know, we've sort of picked up on that a little bit. Right, and that is why Ted is the better hero. He said, "You know what? I don't need that. I can just do this on my own." Uh huh. Brains and brawn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Self-made. Yes. Self-made indeed. Yeah. Keeping a promise to a fallen friend. Yep. Dan Garrett. The yeah, 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 Dan yes. yeah. Who also makes an appearance. He does, does, yeah, as a corpse. Yes. <laughs> He's dead. Yep. When we meet him. <laughs> uh... So then, uh, yeah, uh, so they, they find out that, uh, Jaime finds out that's Jarvis Cord. Uh, his illusions are shattered. Yes. Uh, but then they free themselves and, uh, and manage to defeat him. Yeah. Uh, but we also find out what exactly happened to Ted. Oh, that's right. We do find out. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you know, basically, uh, Jarvis attempted this exact same plan earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to harness the power of the beetle and, uh, was going to basically destroy all the world's capitals so that he could just take over and rule, uh, with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, a beetle powered iron fist. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, in order to, to stop the, uh, missile launch, Ted, uh, climbed the missile as it was launching mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, 
made it self-destruct he in did. midair while yeah. he was still riding the missile. It was Bucky style. It was very Bucky style. Yeah. Uh, so maybe there's hope that he can come back with just missing an arm, mm-hmm. maybe brainwashed by the Soviets, mm-hmm. and uh, but we'll eventually see the error of his ways. I hope so. And replace Batman. <laughs> will he replace Batman or will he replace uh, Jaime Reyes? Oh, yeah. When just, he is uh, unstuck in time. He'll replace uh, Jaime. <laughs> he'll become the new Blue Beetle. Yes. Uh, the old Blue Beetle is becoming the new Blue Beetle. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Full uh, circle. Uh, circle of life. Indeed. A vicious circle. That's right. It just goes round and round. <laughs> like a record, baby. <laughs> Whip it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Blue Beetle goes out like a hero, though. He does. Ted Way gets better. the death that he deserves if he has to die. Mm-hmm. Then let it be a heroic death. That's right. And not on his knees, shot in the face by his former friend. Yeah. And laughed at and ignored by everyone else. Not laughed at. Well, they laughed at him. Did they? Oh, yeah. Okay. They, they refused to help him because he's a joke. Well, but after he died, they didn't laugh at him. Well, uh, I don't think they even know that he's dead. <laughs> well, he's not dead now. He never existed. Well, he exists now, and he's like a 14-year-old uh, hipster kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Court. Ted Court. <laughs> New 52 Ted Cord. There is a new 52 Ted Cord. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has made one appearance so far? Yeah. 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 At the the end of uh, Forever Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> they have probably forgotten that happened. Probably. Especially now that uh, we're getting Convergence. Yes. And with the many real, reboots. With the real Blue Beetle. Yeah, which I'm not going to read. No, why not? Because the worst writer in comic book history (laughs) is writing writing that one. Uh, Scott Lobdell. Oh, okay. The absolute... That sucks. ...single worst comic book writer to ever successfully write for decades. (laughs) And astonishingly still gets work. Yeah. Well, he's friends with Jim Lee, probably. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Scott <laughs> Seriously, he is the fucking worst. Yeah. And he's also apparently a creep. I don't think I've ever read any Scott Lobdell books, but I do remember hearing the story about him being a creep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I read some X-Men when, when he was writing it. And, uh, it's like, what, were, Onslaught era, right? Roughly, around that point. Okay. Uh, he also did uh, Generation X, uh, okay. you know, for a while. Uh, you know what, the Generation X weren't bad. Uh, when Chris Pichel was drawing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, unreadable. Uh, <laughs> and his X-Men was just a mishmash of random plots <laughs> that never, ever got resolved. Like, he would just throw in a phrase that people would just latch onto, like, Third Summer's Brother. <laughs> That was resolved eventually. Was it? It was. Oh, yeah, it was. In uh, Deadly Genesis. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it took 20 years, but it was resolved eventually. It was also not a good resolution. It was not very good. Proving that uh, one of the best writers in comics can also write some shit if he had to. Yeah. Ed Baker. (laughs) You're a fine crime writer. Yes. You're a terrible X-Men writer. Stick to that. Uh, yeah, so, uh, 
That sucks. I didn't realize that was written by. Uh, yeah. I didn't really pay much attention to that one, to be honest. Yeah, I honestly didn't know that it was even existed until I started doing my order for that month. Yeah. And I saw that, and I was so excited. And then I saw the writer and attached. That's disappointing. Uh, there is, however, a Justice League International. Uh, oh, yeah, that's out. right. Uh, no, I'll get that one. Yeah. Uh, Rod Mars, he's not bad. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not a fantastic writer, but uh, he's also not uh, bottom of the barrel like Scott but low bill. He's the creator of uh, Kyle Rayner. He is. So a, he's done good stuff. A book that I enjoyed greatly when it was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. But what have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> Some cross-gen stuff? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe the guy in charge of, like, Witchblade and the Darkness. Oh, that's right, he is. Uh, yeah. He ran, runs all that stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, so, uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Blue Beetle. Excited. He's cool. So happy. He's a good character. So happy for this episode. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's too bad he's dead. It is. It really is. Voiced by, uh, Will Wheaton. That's right, yeah. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yes. Who uh, apparently, if you're a nerd, you're supposed to be in love with him. Mm -hmm. And I don't get it. Yeah. I don't see the appeal. No. He is a, it's a, it's a Big Bang Theory thing. I guess. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was before that, too. Was it really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Is it just because he came out the other side of being a hated character on Star Trek? I, I don't know. And I don't know either. I mean, he was good in Stand By Me. Novelty, maybe. He was good in Stand By Me. Yeah. All those kids were good in Stand By Me. Yeah. What happened? Well, one of them died, right? Remember Phoenix? Remember Phoenix, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Uh, is married to a supermodel. Sure. So he's doing all right. He's doing okay, yeah. Uh, Will Wheaton is a guy. Yeah. And, uh, uh Sean Astin. No. No? Corey, Corey Feldman, I thought. That's right, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Um, is he still alive? He's still alive. That's right, Corey Haim died. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... Yeah. So basically, Jerry O'Connell is the only one that came out of that, mostly unscathed. Yeah. Or at least better, better off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he lost a bunch of weight and married a supermodel. Yeah. And you know what? He, uh, he's, he's alright and stuff. Yeah, I like Jerry O'Connell. Uh, he was, he was fine in, uh, Piranha 3D. Yeah. Alright, I haven't uh, seen that one. I highly recommend it. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, he was, uh, he was good as, uh, Herman Munster in the, uh, the one episode of the, uh, Brian Fuller reboot. That was great. Yes, it was. And made me really sad, too. Yep. Truly was really great. Yeah. It had a lot of potential. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Carpools, that's a thing that he, he was in. The yeah. Defenders. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing he was in. The Defenders? Yeah. What was that? It was uh, like a lawyer show with Jim Belushi. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's favorite Belushi. Uh, sliders. Sliders, yeah, there we go. That's he's a thing that happened. Huh? He's found the gateway. Yeah. Uh, My Secret Identity. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a show like from the late 80s, early 90s, <laughs> where he played a kid who got superpowers. Nice. Much like a Blue Beetle, just randomly. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how did we get on that? <laughs> oh, Will Wheaton, Will that's Wheaton. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. I have no feelings towards Will Wheaton. I really don't either. I just, uh, just, mostly confusion. Yeah. Mostly confused as to how he is a thing. Yeah. 
Tim Matheson is the voice of uh, Jarvis. Yeah. Cord. Yeah. Which is cool. I like Tim Matheson. I do as well. He's, he's the bad guy in Fletch. That's right. That's pretty much where I yeah. know him best from. He was, uh, he was the vice president on the West Wing. Oh, okay. For a while. All right. Nah. Yeah. Good times. Good, Good show. Times indeed. And uh, also, in the past couple episodes, I've noticed that Jason Marsden does a lot of voices on he this does. show. He does. Yeah. Uh, brother to, to James Marsden. Cyclops. Uh, Cyclops. Or, or uh, Richard, Richard White. White. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the better of Lois's suitors yeah. in Superman Returns. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better than... Um, uh, prepare for disappointment for next week. <laughs> okay, I always do. <laughs> I don't I have no idea what the next episode is. I don't know. Either. I just know it won't have the blue beetle in it. Yeah, the real blue beetle. Right, Ted Cord. It might have might have the other real blue beetle. Mm, I mean, right? Not a not a real blue beetle. He's, he's the all new, all different blue beetle. Yeah, nah, all new, all different doesn't last very long. <laughs> what? Look at the X Men. <laughs> Wolverine. And Storm? And Nightcrawler and Colossus? Uh-huh, yeah. Failures. <laughs> Every single one of them. Didn't last. And whatever happened to that Wolverine character? It's just because, you, I mean, I think he's dead now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're just such a comic nerd that you know those obscure characters, That's and I know them too. That's true. But, you know, the listener out there, they, they have no clue what we're talking about. <laughs> but I do know for sure that most of those characters you just mentioned are dead. I think you're right. They have all, they have all died. Yes. Yeah. And come back, <laughs> except for that one. Except for the one, yeah, the the claw guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not dead. He's just encased in adamantium. No, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's, he can't die. He's super dead. <laughs> you don't get much more dead than being encased in an unbreakable metal with yeah. no air. But he's he's still breathing. He's not. He doesn't need to breathe. He's an indestructible or something. I don't know. Uh, Healing factor, wibbly wobbly. <laughs> Listen, he'll be back. He's never coming back. He's never coming back. <laughs> That's right, kids. Your Death of Wolverine comics are super collectible. I hope you bought 20 so that you can put your kids through college. Yep. Because <laughs> that's it. That's the last time you'll ever see Wolverine in the comic. That's right. Guaranteed. When you eventually sell them at $4 per issue... <laughs> you will make a negative 20% return on your investment. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you have successfully played the comic market game. <laughs> Alright then. Alright, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with who knows what. Great. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.